Hello and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News To Go. I'm Griffin Fabitz. Here are your top stories from around Arizona, brought to you by Cronkite News. President Donald Trump will be in Arizona next week. The president will visit a Honeywell facility in Phoenix on Tuesday to highlight critical medical equipment production and to tout the addition of 500 manufacturing jobs in Arizona. Honeywell announced last month that it expects to produce more than 6 million N95 masks for Arizona over the next year to combat the coronavirus outbreak. There's a group in the U.S. who will not be getting stimulus checks to help offset costs during the COVID-19 pandemic. They're called mixed status families, and some say what the government is doing is unconstitutional. Cronkite News reporter Alexa Fuenmayor explains how one Arizona organization is stepping up to help these families in need. Mesa High School senior Diana Denise Garcia is a U.S. citizen, but her parents are undocumented and her sister is a DACA recipient. She's part of a mixed status family, and she says they will not be receiving stimulus help. I think a lot of people, you know, they say like, oh, it's just, you know, $1,000, but it could really go a long way for a lot of different families. Millions of families all across the country are scrambling to adapt financially after income loss because of COVID-19. The $1,200 offers a bit of relief for many. It's part of the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security Program, known as the CARES Act. A social security number is required to be eligible. A tax ID number, a common substitute for a social security number for immigrants without legal status, was only eligible in the case of an adopted child. Reina Montoya is with the Arizona pro-immigrant advocacy group Aliento. She says U.S. citizens are also being left out if they jointly file taxes with their spouse, who does not have a legal status. Montoya says this is why Aliento has put together a relief fund for mixed status families. We wanted to really take responsibility and say that they were not alone and we were a community that was going to back them up. About 16.7 million people in the country have at least one unauthorized family member living with them. That's according to the Center for American Progress. In Arizona, 7% of the population live with an unauthorized family member. This week, the Mexican-American Legal Defense and Educational Fund, a national civil rights advocacy group, sued the Trump administration on behalf of the U.S. citizens being denied government stimulus payments because they are married to undocumented immigrants. They allege this is unconstitutional. Alexa Famayor, Cronkite News. Here in Arizona, Aliento has raised over $25,000 so far and plans on giving $500 to 50 mixed-status families over the next couple of weeks. The Navajo Nation will be under another weekend lockdown as the tribe continues their effort to slow the spread of the coronavirus. It's the fourth lockdown. This weekend, it's because the first of the month is when tribal members travel to towns bordering the reservation to shop for food and other supplies. Tribal officials say they are working with businesses on the reservation to create safeguards for Navajo elders, such as extending shopping hours exclusively for them and others who are at high risk of contracting the virus. The lockdown begins Friday at 8 p.m. and ends Monday at 5 a.m. Due to COVID-19, the Center for Autism and Related Disorders closed all 260 centers across the U.S. early in April. The reason is, of course, COVID-19. And one of the biggest disruptions for families dealing with autism has been the sudden change in daily routine. But Dr. Doreen Grandpichet, the founder of the center, is easing the anxiety of patients and parents by continuing to meet with them remotely. Helping them see their therapists and their staff on the internet helps them as well because it reduces some of the anxiety. As COVID-19 progressed, in-home therapy sessions became telehealth sessions. 
Workers like Abby Ledette have seen tremendous growth, not only from students, but also the parents. I see the clients grow all the time at work, but now I get to see the parents grow and, you know, do things that we've been trained to do. And so teaching the parents and seeing the difference in homes is amazing. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders is still admitting new patients and providing in-home care. It's hoping to reopen its sites within the next month. Everyone here at cn go thanks you for listening to this edition of the show. We had help today from Cronkite News reporters Alexa Fuenmayor, Delaney White, and Jonah Harkle. You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. You can also listen to all of our past briefings by checking out our page on SoundCloud. That's all for today's Cronkite News to Go. I'm Griffin Fabitz. We'll see you next week with more stories from Cronkite News. <laughs>